Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, Director of Social Media and Content Marketing for the MLive Media Group. And today, we're talking about Instagram, and specifically, we're talking about Instagram stories because we're getting a lot of questions about people who are starting to be interested in Instagram stories, wanting to know how to get started, should they jump in, what's the upside, what's the downside, where do I even start? And so let's start with what it is, right? It is the upper left-hand corner if you're the creator, there's a uh, camera and you click on that camera and you can create what's known as a story, something that's supposed to be treated ephemerally and in the moment, the now of what you're doing on Instagram, kind of a, a behind the scenes. We've been talking about the behind the scenes look of what your brand is doing. And if you look in the lifestyle or sporting world, you're seeing that behind the scenes look paying off in droves specifically to Instagram stories. When we get into the ads, there's a couple things for you to understand. One, it's performing much differently, at least right now, than uh, is currently happening in Facebook. So what's been happening in the Facebook algorithm is that as multiple advertisers to the millions pour into that, the price of your ads goes up and up and up. So your CPM, your cost per thousand goes up and up and up. What you're seeing on Instagram is actually the opposite. Uh, the price, the CPM on Instagram specifically in 2015 was higher by almost $2 than it is in the first half of 2018. Now, to go back to 2015, we didn't have stories, so it's not necessarily an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but we would all agree that Instagram is a super popular, red-hot social media, in fact, probably the fastest-growing social medium um, out there right now. So to see the CPM actually going down is a good sign if you want to play in the space. Here's a couple things you need to understand, though, before you jump in and start playing in that space. One... This is a very specific case where you cannot speak the language and hope to be successful, meaning you cannot shove some piece of media that you made for another platform, for TV, for radio, for Facebook proper, and just jam it into stories and say, I'm doing story ads. That's not how it works. It speaks a very specific language, and it speaks to vertical consumption. So if you're not making video in the vertical sense versus the horizontal sense, so think the natural resting spot of your phone, the way in which your phone actually rests is how you should create video for stories. So if you're not creating assets that live in that nine by 16 ratio, then you're going to have a problem succeeding in stories. It speaks a very specific, a very specific language, and you have to speak that language in order to be successful. The other thing is you have to be a great storyteller. People are not going to Instagram stories to consume ads in the traditional sense. You've heard me say that a million times and you know that, right? They're not consuming ads in the traditional sense. They want to be told a story. So you have to be able to craft a story in order to share it with them on Instagram stories. Now, the other thing that you cannot do, or at least we're not seeing data to support the fact that you can do it, is that brand building on Instagram stories is not necessarily a thing. It is not a place for reach, thus not a place to build your brand. It is a place to understand that these people are already there, already waiting to consume stuff from you. They are already fans, and that's your authority to start telling them a story. These are not people that stumble upon your story and want to follow you. 
That's not how it works in the architecture of Instagram. They've already found you on Instagram and want to consume your stuff, whatever it is you're making. If you're an auto dealer that does really cool walkarounds or uh, test drives or whatever you're doing, or you're a jewelry store that shows how the jewelry pairs with clothing, whatever it is, they've jumped in and they love what you're doing on Instagram. Now they want to see the story-eyed version, the, the storied version, if you will. They want to see it turned into a story so they can consume it in a video form. And once you're doing that, once you understand the breadth and width of that, we are seeing consumption on Instagram stories killing the other stories. The consumption of Instagram stories is far more successful than it is in Snapchat and certainly far more successful than it is on Facebook stories because that's not really a thing. Um, there, there is not a lot of people consuming Facebook stories. Now, some of that is because stories and Facebook are not a natural peanut butter and jelly comparison or peanut butter and jelly match. The other part is a lot of people, myself included, port over their Instagram stories to Facebook because there's no action on Facebook stories, but have a placeholder. So my Instagram stories go to Facebook. So there's a duplicity of content and thus a drop off in consumption. If you have the same thing in multiple places, it's not going to continue to grow as you go across channel from Instagram to Facebook. So Instagram stories is outperforming the other two. The interesting story of that is the fact that it's outperforming Snapchat. Now it's outperforming Snapchat because you have a larger breadth of demographics that are in Instagram stories. And we talked about that a couple of years ago when the drop-off happened. All these people started to run to Snapchat that were on the older side, 30 and older, started to run to Snapchat when there wasn't another option. And they were like, what's happening at Snapchat? Let's go see what's happening at Snapchat. Instagram launches stories. And then all the people that were 30 and above thought to themselves, hey, look, um, I don't need another app. I'll just use the app that I'm currently using, which is Instagram, and I will do stories there. And so that success continued, and thus Instagram continues to be the fastest growing platform in the social space and a great place for you to reach people who want to consume your content. So once you've already got them, they've raised their hand and they said, hey, I am interested in what you have to say. Now you can tell them stories. And you're seeing wild success, as I said earlier, in the lifestyle and sports brand, but you're also seeing great success in entertainment, great success in retail, especially if you are great at telling stories in the vertical sense. If you are somebody who understands how to speak vertical, and this has been a question and a philosophy that we've been talking about at the MLive Media Group a lot, is this idea that we've been for a long time trying to mirror that of a DSLR or a red camera or a traditional video camera and shooting horizontally and trying to do things in 4K and use all of the, the tricks and stuff that we can do with a moment lens when we're shooting horizontally. And now you are doing it vertically to tell a story on Instagram stories. How that is interesting and the thing that I like to study and think about a lot is when you turn that phone, you take the, the, the act of turning the phone horizontally to vertically, the aspect ratio changes dramatically. So for the user, the user is used to looking at the phone in a vertical sense. So for them, it's not a change. But for you, in a storytelling perspective, it's a huge change because you lose a lot of that real estate when you turn that phone. So one of the things to look out for is telling stories that look the same. Because if you're just going to tell stories that you holding the phone in a selfie pose and hitting record and that's the Instagram stories over and over and over again, that's gonna get a bit tiresome. 
And so there's this huge opportunity for people to start understanding how to tell robust, complex, interesting stories in a vertical sense. And there are some brands that are doing some really fascinating work in that space. And for most brands, it's still a little bit of a struggle because, again, we've spent three, four, five decades shooting horizontally. And now to switch vertically, the user, like I said, it's no change. That's how they hold their phone. But for storytelling, it's super interesting. And how that's going to change going forward is nothing short of worth discussion and worth noodling and worth playing around with. And one more thing is when you go from horizontal to vertical, the thing to think about is how can you capture the same event in both ways? Here in Grand Rapids, there's actually a brewery who has a rig that I'm fascinated by that has a DSLR shooting the horizontal video and then a phone mounted right next to it to shoot the vertical stuff at the same time. So then when they're creating assets for Instagram stories or Snapchat, they've got one camera going and when they're trying to make long form video or stuff for Facebook or stuff for YouTube or stuff for Vimeo or even stuff for TV or more traditional mediums, they're recording all that stuff at the same time. Now, how you edit that and chop that stuff up, that's where the magic is. But interesting, they've got this awesome rig that records both at the same time so they can choose what's going to go on Instagram, what's going to go on Snapchat, and what's going to go on Facebook. And they create this architecture of content by this single rig that records everything all at the same time. The other thing that's kind of a no-duh proposition but worth repeating is 63% of 16 to 34 year olds are consuming Snapchat stories on a daily basis. I'll do that one more time. 63% of the 16 to 34 year olds that are on Instagram and Snapchat watch stories on both on a daily basis and consume stories on Instagram more than they do Snapchat. So if you're looking for anybody under 34 years old and you haven't thought about Instagram stories, now is the time to play in that space. And your next question obviously is, so how do I start? What's the thing that I do first? The thing that you do first is you start making Instagram stories. You start practicing and moving that muscle around so you understand how your brand can tell stories vertically. And once you understand how to do that, then you start experimenting in the ad platform. And the ad platform for Instagram stories, if you have not played there, happens inside Facebook still. You go to the Facebook ad manager and you start building out your Instagram story ads and you can build them in there and then serve them to who you would like to serve and and see what happens. So I would say if you have played in Twitter and played in Facebook and played in LinkedIn and played in Instagram but have not yet run some Instagram stories, now is when you start doing that. And if you haven't done any Instagram stories, step one, start doing that first. Step two, figure out what the story would be. So think about a dinner party. You've invited people over and they have decided you are super interesting. I want to come to your house. I want to have a meal. And then once they're having that meal and conversations are happening around the table, what are those stories that are being told and how are they keeping people's interest? That's your brand. You've invited all these people over for a dinner party and now you have to tell stories that keep their interest. What are those stories And how are you going to tell them? And then at what frequency? How many of those stories do you have? And how many times can you make them interesting to the end user? Then the most important part of all of this, you have to write it down, create an architecture. More and more, social is 
the lifeblood of a lot of brands. And the brands where it's not a lifeblood or the brands where people are like, eh, I'm not really sure this stuff works, those are usually the brands that aren't keeping a record. They don't have a content calendar or an editorial calendar or a plan more than four hours in advance. And if you don't have a plan more than four hours in advance in the space, it's really, really hard to get traction. If you get up every single week and know exactly what you're gonna be doing, it's gravy. You know what to do. You know where the, the ads are going to run. You know what targeting you're going to do. You know what kind of audiences you're going to build. You know what kind of content you're going to make. And then from the content that you make, what ads you're going to serve on top of that content. If you don't do any of that planning and you get up every day and go, oh, I got to do an Instagram story. That's not how you win in that space. You got to plan. You got to build. Then you got to execute. All right, friends, uh, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit deeper about what happened in Congress today with Facebook and Twitter. Google did not show up for the congressional hearings. We'll get into that as well. Um, and then we'll answer a couple of questions about some of the videos that we've been doing over the past month or so. It's been summer, so we're playing a little bit of catch up here. Uh, but more regular episodes of the Everything is Marketing podcast are coming your way. Super excited to talk to you. As always, uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, and if you've been listening for a long time, Super thank you to that. But for both of you, if you need to reach out, super easy. It's Eric, E-R-I-C, at mlive.com. Have a great day.